0: Doreen on milwaukee's hometown rock good morning david Doreen, along with marcus the morning klh and if you'd like to email the show mornings at wklh.com you can call us 414-799-1965 and that's the same number you use to text us as well 414-799-1965 and i bring those email addresses up and ways to get a hold of us because doreen still has another month plus 39
1: days left in the year
0: yeah of uh, things she's discovering. And you've had an incredibly busy week. You talked about some of the things you've done like you, uh, you went out and hung out with chickens, free-range chickens, yeah, which was, was interesting. And you, uh, you had another food-related thing yesterday.
1: I did. So Pat reached out to me. Pat is a, a Greendale resident who's actually our daughters graduated uh, high school together. That she is a dietitian and faculty at Mount Mary, and wanted to know if I wanted to be involved somehow in their food science area, see a class, or, and so it, as it worked out, um, the. Anne who's a PhD I want to get this right the graduate program director of food science is a food scientist invited me to come and and discover some of the food science that they do and what it's all about, and mm-hmm. and I've said it before that I wish I would have paid more attention to science in school. I didn't realize how fun it could be, right? Um, and so I I was all I was all in on this. I'd never been on Mount Mary's campus before. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, I've been there. Yeah. I, the only time I was ever there was just in the gym for basketball, okay, or volleyball or whatever we played there. I think it was basketball. And uh, so I appreciated the invitation just to see the campus. It was beautiful. And I just want to say too that. through all of these things that I've done, people keep asking me, like, what was my favorite and what was whatever. The best part of this whole thing is the people. Like, Pat and Ann were some of the nicest women I've ever met. And just the, the fact that people are so willing to share their passion with me, whatever right. it may be, um, has been my favorite part. So we get back to the science. Now, we made butter. And I will say, if you were a listener, I did make butter early on. And now Ann and Pat did not know this. And so it was fine because it was a completely different concept. So when I made butter with Barb earlier in my adventure here, she came over and we made small batches by hand where we shook it in the jar and then added flavors and made a butter board. And so that was really fancy. What we did yesterday was all about the science of it. And so I, I couldn't believe it. I, I got this little gadget that measures the whether a current goes through something or not, okay? Mm-hmm. And so it started off with just the cream in a bowl. And when I put this little measure current thing in there, a number showed up saying that there's a current running through this cream. And then I learned about the science between the water and the fat content in the cream. And what happens is we just blended it together until it became butter. But we stopped at the whipped cream part of it and checked to see there was still a current in there uh, going running through there. And that's because the fat molecules were bigger than the water, or the water was more than the wow, fat. Wow,
0: that's that's crazy.
1: I have to, I should go look it back at my slides. I totally did pay attention to this. But um, so there, the emulsion process. Uh, so then when you made it all the way through to the butter process, there was no number, no current going through there because now it was more fat and less water. Okay. So butter does have water in it, but basically what you did is whipped out most of that water. And so now a current couldn't go through. And so it was just the differences between the separation of the fat molecules from the water, the water. and foods. It was fascinating. <laughs> I mean, I just like Stuff the whole, that
0: we never think about, never. right? And never. why would you, you right. know?
1: So like, I'll put pictures up. It's on Instagram at D-O-R-E-N-E 965 WKLH. But you can see, I'm like, this little gadget that I right. have in there, I'm measuring to see if there's a number. And it was- So interesting to me. And I didn't even know. So, there's this PhD graduate program, or graduate program, I should say, not PhD, of food science at Mount Mary. And these food science and the dietitian programs have 100% placement after graduation. And every food company that you could think of has different levels of food scientists and it's either trying to figure out how to change something or or create something or like you know she was talking about if the government says you can't use the red dye number five anymore you have to come up with something that'll make the food red that we're Mm -hmm. used to and they do all of these experiments and the class sounded so fun it's basically a lot of cooking and doing and tasting and figuring out and then some you know obviously the science involved as well but um, like she was talking about trying to show her class what happens when you cut open an apple and how when the air hits it, it oxidizes and turns mm-hmm. brown. And she cut open the apple and nothing was happening. And she said to her students, like, okay, well, you all have seen this happen yeah. before where your apples turn brown, but food science has made it so that they can take that out, whatever the protein or molecule or whatever it was that turns that makes it, it turn it brown. brown when the air hits it, so it doesn't happen.
0: so food scientists have
1: Genetically figured, modified things it, but it's not just that it's well, it's all of the things that we eat and taste and yeah
0: we've read those stories though about how food scientists work on let's say snack chips yeah so the whole goal is to try to give you that certain savory uh-huh. sweet salty all at the same time flavor. And then it goes away immediately and you want it again. Right. So you just keep eating more of them.
1: And then Anne also worked at Johnson, SC Johnson in Racine as a food scientist because all of their, I know, see Marcus is looking like, what would you do there? Because we're all thinking cleaning products and stuff. All of the Ziploc, the bags, the containers, all of that, you have to be safe to put your food in. So they need to know like the chemicals that are involved in making the plastic are okay for your food mm-hmm. to be in and then will it do what it's supposed to do keep it you know right. dry and safe but you know so
0: Another use for food scientists though.
1: Fascinating. Yeah. So if you're if you're a kid and you're listening and you don't know what you want to do I would suggest looking into this. It is it was super interesting.
0: Food science.
1: Food science. So thank you very much Pat and Ann for having me out there. the campus was beautiful I Highly encourage uh, checking it You're out. You're learning you a
0: lot about food.
1: I really am. Yeah. It's kind of my favorite subject.
0: Yeah. All the way back to holding the chickens the other day.
1: That's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: Shang Wang said uh, he's, he when it comes to food, he, he has some tough decisions to make too. Spend too much time and energy on small decisions. Like I was at Popeye's fried chicken just having lunch. It's a treat for me, so I'm trying to maximize I'm evaluating every combo that they offer. I'm trying to find the highest ratio of satisfaction to cost. During my analysis, this dude walks in, no hesitation. He orders one breast, two biscuits, and a soda. This is not a combo at all. He saved no money on that order. I was in shock. I was like, dang, you up in Popeye's ordering a la carte right now? Man, I want to be that rich one day. That's my dream. One day I want to walk into Popeye's and just start freestyling. (laughs) Just off the top. Don't even look at the menu. You just drop me a beat, I'm gonna order from the heart.